0: This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super Hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast.
1: Happy Hump Day Wednesday, everybody! We're going to get this party started in just a second, but first, I want to mention our friends over at WaltExpress.com. I'm looking at their website right now, and they have a couple articles published, including Disney 101, A Beginner's Guide to Planning for Disney World by Vanda Bean, and another fun article from the Did You Know series titled, There Are Surprise Costs of a Disney World Vacation, also written by Vanda Bean. Become a Disney expert yourself and tap into the endless deals, tips, and all things Disney. You can get your free no-obligation quote. Just let them know that the Capades podcast sent you. So go check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. Welcome to episode 334 of the Capades podcast, Walt Disney World and Disneyland trip planning podcast. We are your hosts, Nick Iman and Vicki Black from Podcast.net and Walt Express Travel Affiliate with Walt Express Travel. You can follow us on Instagram at mousecapades underscore Nick. Follow us on Facebook at the Mousecapades Podcast. And don't forget our Twitter account, Miles Capades Pod. We have a great show lined up for you today, including our rumors and news segment. And so I'm going to let Vicki go ahead and kick it off with us with our first article. What did you find, Vic?
2: Well, I was wanting to talk about Christopher Robin, and I did not have an opportunity to see it, Nick. And I don't think that you did either. I wasn't sure. But uh, I, as of, like, Saturday, I didn't think you had saw Christopher Robin yet. Have you seen it?
1: I have not, but it's already gaining a lot of uh, media attention, positive and negative. And I'm sure you have that article up with China, correct?
2: Yes, I do have that article up about China. Uh, China, in February, added Disney to their growing list of censored words on their social media platforms, which I find very interesting. This comes along with the previous ban of Winnie the Pooh-related mentions and materials due to the fact that Chinese residents think that the bear is being compared to their president.
1: Yeah, which um, we talked about this, uh, it, it, this has been going on for quite a while, and we've talked about this for the last right. few months.
2: So, the country is refusing to release the new Christopher Robin movie in China, which I think is a little crazy. I I guess I don't understand it. Does their president look like a teddy bear? I Why is that a bad thing?
1: I don't know. That's what I don't uh, Go check him out, the president of China. No, I I, I don't know. I, I do know Disney's worried about that this is going to hurt their sales. The last movie that came out that uh, China did this to was, uh, oh my gosh, um, the last one with, with with our friend Oprah. What was it? What was she in?
2: A wrinkle in time. A wrinkle
1: in time. So China did the exact same thing then as they are doing today.
2: Well, because it says that they allowed the Marvel Adventures Infinity Wars movie, which gave us like two billion dollars, or they spent two billion dollars on watching that movie and they did not deny it to be played in china so i'm confused do they not realize that marvel is related to disney
1: no so what it is i believe from what i've read and what we've been talking about the last few months so the president of china uh if you were to create an avatar for him or a caricature he would kind of look like winnie the pooh and so what their chinese uh not the chinese government but uh I guess uh, citizens of China, what they're doing—people that oppose the president and the government—are reportedly uploading memes of the president uh, with Winnie the Pooh, and so China decided, and so did you know, obviously their leader, to just nix uh, Winnie the Pooh entirely. But then, when the you know this movie came out, there was another further announcement from the Chinese government saying we are not going to allow Disney to show their film here.
2: I just, I thought it was weird. I thought, I mean, I know you did talk about it, but I got to be honest. It's one of those things. Sometimes we read it, we talk about an article, and I'm like, it goes out of my mind. It's not like some things just stick with us. We're always talking about Star Wars, but that thing, I I don't get it. I guess if I lived in China, it would make more sense to me, but I thought that was really, really weird. But I did hear that uh, the movie is doing very well in some places it's not doing very well internationally it's doing better here in our country of course than it is over there well i wonder what Uh, it's like in
1: the uk i wonder if it's really you know well this
2: thing that i pulled up didn't break it down like that it just broke it down domestically and international wide but it just it didn't make the money that they thought it was it was like 34th movie of the week last week that doesn't sound very good and it made me sad. Because it looks really good to me. We just didn't have the time this weekend to go see it.
1: Well, speaking of movies, on August, uh, what's today's date here? So this this would have been a couple days ago, on August 5th. Marvel blockbuster Black Panther reached finally 700 million milestone at the domestic box office, joining Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and Avatar as the only movies to ever do so.
2: Well, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, Black Panther, and I've heard rumors about a sequel to Black Panther, and... I, I can't wait. I, I really enjoyed the first one. I love how they incorporated the technology into the cultural aspect of Africa. So I thought it was really cool. You know what? I think I'm going to become a citizen of uh, Wakanda myself. Let's move over to the Rosen Crown. So the Rosen Crown dining, we all know that they were changing up their menu and they have removed one of the items, one of my favorites. And that's why I placed it here. They removed the New York strip and a few other items from their menu. I'm disappointed, Vic.
2: Why? Why did they do that? They, j-
1: they overhauled their entire menu. It had a list of everything that uh, tweaks and that they made to the menu. I did not um, list it here because it's just way too mi- way too much to mention. But you can find that on Google. Go ahead and type in Rose and Crown Pub and Dining Room Updates, uh, you know, as far as menu changes. And you'll see. So the New York Strip, gone. I, I think that makes sense, though. Rose and Crown, you know, that's uh, a UK thing. So Bangers and mash Right so why would the New York strip even be on the menu right? If you think about it
2: But sometimes that's what detours families from coming I know that we've not gone to that restaurant Because of the menu items Don't meet the needs of all four of our family Like Joey is Pretty standard He's, I mean I'm not trying to make fun of you either But you guys both have a different palate than most people And you don't eat a lot of foods And so we've never eaten there Because of that and now they're changing it again when you might have a couple where one of them is okay with the UK food, but then you have somebody that was looking forward to that strip. Like you're talking about. So
1: maybe I should pull it back up. It's
2: kind of confusing to me. Why?
1: I'll, I'll look it back up and see if they're going more to a traditional UK feast, you know, I, I, so over in the Japan pavilion, you've eaten at the the restaurant out there. Do they have a New York strip at that restaurant? Yes, they do. So they do have a New York strip. Okay. Yes. But
2: that, but
1: Japanese food.
2: And honestly, Nick, we've never taken you. I know you were, uh, Uh, Serving our country when we took air in that time, you would like Japanese. It's cooked in front of you. It's just on a like a walk situation or whatever. But you would totally love the steak. It's an it's amazing. Brad loves the steak that's there.
1: Oh, I know. It's not. They're they're meat heavy. No, I get it.
2: Yeah, it's not like at all. Like what you know, it doesn't have like a distinct flavor. Like I could understand if you wouldn't really want to go to a Chinese restaurant, but Japanese, I think you would be fine with because. It's pretty traditional. Joey eats there, so I know that you guys similarly have some, you know, a like taste of food, and it would be okay for you guys. I, I don't know. But, yeah, they have steak there. All right. I don't know. So my next story is about Disney's Animal Kingdom introducing the Festival of the Lion King Signature Dining Package. Did you see that this week?
1: I did. I did. Yeah, so
2: starting next week on August 13th through November 21st, They're going to have guests be able to enjoy a signature dining package. If you eat at Tiffin's restaurant and you reserve it, you can reserve a dining package where, like you do at Fantasmic with Hollywood Studios, only you would be able to see the Animal King's Festival of the Lion King show. And it says the dining package includes a three-course meal at Tiffin's and reserved seating at one performance of Festival of the Lion King. It's offered as a Tier 1 or a Tier 2, which means the uh, dining plan or the deluxe dining plan. And along with the meal, the guests will receive special vouchers for priority seating at the festival. of The lion clean King, King, excuse me. And it's only going to be offered through November 21st. I don't know if they're just piloting it. And then it, as you know, Nick, many times they pilot things and then they think, Hey, this was a good idea. We're going to keep this up. So I think they're just doing it to see how big of a crowd they can buy into it.
1: And sticking on the topic of food, uh, the four rivers truck coming to disney springs so there's a restaurant called four rivers food and it's a very popular barbecue mexican barbecue that is and it's soon gonna uh, disney springs is soon gonna have a truck coming their way the new establishment will be called the 4r cantina barbecue uh food truck and will be located at disney springs marketplace beginning in late august
2: if we're staying on food, Nick, you know I got some good stuff today. Bring
1: it up, bring it on, man. Okay, so throw it on the frying I'm pan. I'm trying to
2: find it was at the end of my menu. Sorry, at the end of my notes, so I'm trying to get to it. There is a new secret menu item at Cosmic Ray Starlet Cafe, and I thought of you, Nick, because it's secret. Because if you go in Cosmic Rays, you can't order it. It can only be ordered on your favorite app. Yes, you know what app I'm talking of?
1: I do, and I caught wind of this a couple of weeks ago. And I saw the headline, but I never clicked on it, so I never read anything about it. Tell me. Tell our listeners.
2: So it is an incredible creation of eight ounces of pork belly and Angus beef blend, and it's topped with smoked gouda, sriracha aioli sauce, and pork rinds. It comes served on a brioche bun with fried pickles on the top of it. And the combo also is served with french fries, green beans, or mashed potatoes. And I gotta tell you, it looks pretty awesome. But it's at Cosmic Rays, and the only way you can find it is on your mobile order secret menu app. So when you go on the to mobile order, you can find it. But anybody who walks in off the street is not gonna know that this is available. Really? So I think that's kind of cool. They should start doing that, don't you think? Like, uh, that that might increase the usage of mobile app ordering if they have like one or two items that only can be found on the mobile app.
1: Well, you, you had me all the way up until pork rinds, but I guess I can pull those off anyway.
2: You could tell him to leave them off.
1: I guess you could. I guess I guess you really could. There's you an... really don't like a pork rind? That's bacon No, banana. I know. I, I really don't. There's another article here that I'm trying to dig out that I meant to keep up on our browser, and I did not go to the next article for us because there's something I want to pop up, and it uh, has to deal with um, sleeping and pajamas and... Calling all of your loved characters uh, to help you go to sleep. So, go to the next article there, Vic.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. So, the next one is also in the Magic Kingdom. It's at Friar's Nook. They're serving brats and loaded tots. I thought that was a nice uh, rhyming That is good. I know. So, they are going to have buffalo chicken tots and an all-beef hot dog with tots. And there are two new items that you can find there. And I'm trying to find the whole thing. It says pub tots and brat tots are going to be 1049 and you can also order that on your app too because it is a quick serve message or excuse me a quick service food place sorry no worries um but this is something that i did not know nick and you are gonna have to try this and tell me how it is they have fried twinkies there now too do you know that
1: right where's this at where's this located
2: a fryer uh fryer talk okay
1: yeah where they have the famous uh, pot roast and mac and cheese I didn't okay. know they had fried Twinkies there. I'm going to have to go there and try one.
2: Yeah, it's deep fried and sprinkled with powdered sugar, but you can also put vanilla, strawberry, caramel, or chocolate sauce for dipping if you would like. But I don't know if anybody's had a fried Twinkie, but those things are amazing. I, I don't know what they do to it. I think they dip it in, uh, what is it, funnel cake batter? They're just Oh, amazing. yeah.
1: What else you so, got for us?
2: Did you find it? I was going to say, oh, did you find it?
1: I did. I did. I found it right here. And I'm waiting for it to load and populate. Load. But but basically, here's the article. Let me get it here in my paperwork here. So, yes. Here we go. Shop Disney launches new Disney stores sleep shop hotline uh, teaming up with Lauren Olsen. So we all know who... Is that one of the Olsen twins? Lauren Olsen? No. Okay. I, I don't. You're Kate Nashley. Oh, that's who they are. You're absolutely right. So... Uh, This happened beginning as of a couple days ago. Families and fans can add a little Disney magic into their bedtime routine with the new Disney store Sleep Shop Hotline. So here's a toll free number. It is Mickey. They have five special messages from Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy and Goofy to give kids something to look forward to at bedtime. The phone number will run from uh, a couple days ago now all the way through the 31st. Okay? So if you really if you want to hear this, you have to call in before the 31st. And Vicky, what I thought would be really fun here is I'm going to add them to the call and we're going to call them up and listen to we're going to choose one of these characters and listen to what they have to say.
2: Oh, okay. Are you going to do that right now?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. So let's see here. I said the number was what? 18 uh, 777 And then Mickey, oh my gosh, so let's see here, Mickey would be six, uh, you can actually probably hear it here, four, two, five, uh, three, and nine, a niner, okay, so here we go, I'm gonna go ahead and call it, let's see what happens, can we hear it yet?
2: Are you on a walkie-talkie? Because you did a niner.
1: Oh, I know.
0: Hi there, welcome to Disney's sleep shop hotline. Uh Uh-huh. To help you add a bit of magic to your little one's nighttime routine, follow the prompts to hear a special bedtime message from some of your favorite Disney characters. Uh Please make sure a grown-up is with you, or that you have a grown-up's permission before continuing. Press 1 to hear from Mickey. Hiya, pal! It's me, Mickey Mouse! Oh, I sure am glad you called! Gosh, you must be getting close to your bedtime! I bet by now you've brushed your teeth and gotten into your pajamas. Oh, that's great! Pluto and I just finished brushing our teeth, too. Tonight, I think I'll read Pluto his favorite story. It's about a brave dog who helps a lost bunny rabbit find his way home. Well, it's time for Pluto's nighttime walk, so I'd better go. Good night, pal. I hope you have sweet dreams.
1: Well, boy, that was a great message from Mickey, wishing us a a good night and sleep tight, basically. That was really cool. I can see all the kids going ecstatic about all these uh, messages from all their favorite pals. All right, what else you got for us, Vicky?
2: That would be a lot of fun, Nick. I'm sure I'm going to have to try it out tonight before I go to bed. So I'm excited about going back to work tomorrow. I'm going to stay with the theme of food because you had me move around on my notes, and I'm trying to get all those in. So ABC Commissary, one of our favorite spots, Nick, the quick serve at... Hollywood Studios has new menu options, too. And you know me, uh, part of Disney is the good food there. And so they wanted you to know that the lunch and dinner menus will now find Mediterranean salad with chicken or vegan burger. And the salad comes with a grilled chicken breast on a bed of fresh mixed greens with cherry tomatoes, red onions, pepperoncinis, calamato, olives, and feta cheese tossed in a Mediterranean vinaigrette and served with hummus and flat bread i don't know about you but i know your wife would love this salad based on the ingredients on it alone although we did have a talk about hummus the other day and she did say that she had a hard time with that because she doesn't care for chickpeas which is what it's made from so if you are a vegan they'd also have a vegan, vegan they have a vegan. a vegan burger and it has lettuce tomato sauteed peppers and onions and a balsamic glaze on it it's served with sriracha mustard and served on a brioche bun with french fries they're also going to have a shrimp teriyaki bowl a southwest barbecue burger and some topped with barbecue pulled pork excuse me i know you like barbecue pulled pork because i saw that and it made me think of you it's served between texas toast with onion rings and they also have some new desserts at this restaurant, new chocolate banana cream almond crisp or tour storyland cupcake, which I think you would like, Nick, because it looks a lot like that hat that you're wanting to
1: buy, which is now available in the shop's park app.
2: Did you find it? It's not it's just a- in store.
1: No. Yeah. So you can buy it from the app, but I think I'm still going to wait until I go back down in October just to create that memory.
2: Gotcha. I have so one gonna... more food thing if you'll let me finish up and then I, I'll be done with my food, I promise. And then we're,
1: and then we're done with food entirely? I'm done with
2: food for today.
1: All right, so This awesome. is for
2: my Cali friends. The Riverbell Terrace in Disneyland is a great way to start your park day. They uh, have a variety of food and it says you can catch a glimpse of Mark Twain's riverboat gliding down the River of America while you enjoy your food. And they have monkey bread. And Nick, I'm sure you had monkey bread before. It's a lot like a delicious cinnamon roll.
1: I have when I was a kiddo.
2: Right. Well, it comes in a southern skillet dish with pecan butter, candied pecans, and powdered sugar. And they said nothing better than eating, starting your day for breakfast with delicious monkey bread while you watch the boats on Rivers of America. And that is all the food updates I have for you this week.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to take us over to Target. And obviously, I'm talking about Target. Target and Disney, you know, they've teamed up with the new Disney apparel. But now they're teaming up for a new Disney Princess collection. Oh, so I hear this. So it's about to release Disney and Target. They're about to release an exclusive line of Disney Princess hardcover graphic novels, figures, and apparel that will appeal. Uh, it's supposed to appeal to, to you and me and children, by the way. So you can look for that at, in Target.
2: So, saving up to 25% on a select hotel for a Walt Disney Enchanted Escape. This is a new uh, discount that they just brought out, Nick, this week. It says, you can add some extra magic to your life and make the rest of your summer last longer, even though school will already be starting for uh, many of us and some of us coming up in the next couple weeks. It says, there are many new exciting things for you to experience at all the four theme parks. Hollywood Studios has Slinky Dog Dash. Magic Kingdom has Disney After Hours uh the epcot has the food and wine festival coming at the time that this discount is available and then you have the dessert party at animal kingdom that just started with rivers of light so guests can get 25 off their select resort hotels with the offer you need to book from august 2nd to october 7th which you that means you missed the this package nick although you get your military discount yeah uh,
1: no worries Thanks for that, Victor. You know, I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, it seems like it was a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, Vicky, I talked about the VIP Passholder Nights. Right. Remember this? Yeah. All right. So Disney, they had one uh, last month and it's it, so there were some pros and cons that came from this. So last month, we all know that Walt Disney World announced that they were going to introduce a VIP Passholder Nights which would give Gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Annual Pass holders the opportunity to experience a theme park for two additional hours after the normal closing time. This was no additional charge, Vicky and listeners. And registration invitations were sent via email. Okay. So, like, not all, apparently not all Annual Pass holders received the emails uh, that were sent out to all of the the APs. They were, once uh, Annual Pass holders got into the park, It was the lines for this were so crowded that Disney guests or cast members were pleading with guests to like come back later, and and get back in line so the lines could be shorter. So basically, when you're in line, they're saying, "Oh, could you please step out of line, and then go do something and come back so we can just keep these lines shorter than than what they are right now." Which kind of shocked me that that Disney was asking that of their guests, Uh, but. There was also the wait times were, were longer than expected as well, and I'll get to that in a second as far as as to why. But we had like 45 minute wait for Seven Dwarfs, Peter Pan still had a 35 minute wait. Uh, one AP said the biggest problem with the crowds was the that normal guest, and here you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's probably why it was so long. That normal guest uh, that you know could be in line an hour before the annual pass holder like night started. Could still get in line all the way up to the last minute to when, you know, annual pass holders were supposed to be there. And that's what was basically clogging up the line. Um, they need to find
2: see. a new thing with that then. Like they, they had, almost need to close the park for an hour or something and switch out.
1: Or maybe 30 minutes or so. They had no uh, extra meet and greets, you know, like, they usu- like Disney usually does dur- during, you know, special events. The name of the event. So this is this is one pass holder. I shouldn't say one. This is actually a collective of pass holders. Their biggest argument was they were calling this event a VIP experience, right? So when you call an event a VIP experience, you expect the royal treatment. But a lot of annual pass holders were saying it, it lacked the VIP experience. I don't know. I think if I was an annual pass holder, I would just be excited that the park was open extra hours just for me. Right. Right. So I think this will continue to be a good hit. I think Disney is going to be ever changing as they always are. And they prove to us all the time. I think there are some things we can learn from this event. And I, in my personal opinion, I do feel that annual pass holders deserve perks that we don't get. And I feel this is a great opportunity for Disney to say, thank you, give them perks For these after-hour events, just for annual pass holders. So I hope Disney listens to some of the, you know, constructive criticism here, or even suggestions, right? And and make it so during some of these events. But a lot of the cast members, or excuse me, guests said, annual pass holders, it was a great event. I'm just glad that I was there and I got to be there among annual pass holders. But anyway, I mean, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, there's got to be something that's worked out. But honestly, Nick especially this time of year, it's summer and it's pretty busy there. They're probably going to be having a lot uh, numbers down. This is always a sure sign that it's getting close to school coming back when the numbers are down at church on Sundays, because those parents are getting those last minute vacations to Disney world and Disneyland and just all over the country to different places. So 35 minutes and 45 minutes, honestly, I wouldn't mind waiting that long when you're normally used to seeing a two hour line for Peter Pan Or an hour and 50 minute line for seven dwarfs. 35, 45 minutes really doesn't seem like a long time to me. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But that's a good time for you to have some family time. Play a game of heads up. uh, Play charades. Whatever you want to do with your family in the line. and Make some memories another way. Uh, I understand what they're saying. But I appreciate that they're doing that VIP thing. Because, again, like you said, they really need to be honoring. Or not really honoring, but making them feel extra special. They paying that extra money, they might as well get a perk out of the situation. So this is something I don't know if you saw, Nick, but I thought of you as soon as I read it. One of this year's treats is a Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom card inspired by... Your friend, Mr. Orange Bird. It's going to be at the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party when you're there. And I thought you were going to like it. So during the celebration, Magic Kingdom guests attending the Halloween Party will be able to pick up an event-exclusive game card featuring Mr. Orange Bird, Nick's friend, and his favorite hat. Which I thought he would have on today, but he didn't. And you guys can't see him, but I can see him. Uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is an in-park interactive quest that Nick's talked about in the past. And it allows guests of all ages to join Merlin's mission to stop Disney villains from taking over the park and guests search for villain hideouts throughout the park and visit magic portraits while they use their spell cards to stop the villains and their plans. And so the fun begins at the Firehouse on Main Street where the guests pick up this and everything they need to do to play the game. And so the special event will be distributed separately and in addition to the regular sources of the Magic Kingdom card pack, guests are given a location. So but you have to register to do uh, do this when you do your party tickets. And the event will be on your wristband so that you can get your exclusive Orange Bird spell card. So I expect when we're done with this today, Nick, you need to get on that because I would hate you to miss out on that orange bird experience.
1: Well, you, you you register right there at the firehouse. Oh, okay. So you walk in and you say you want to play and they scan your band and register you. They actually have cast members outside the firehouse during, you know, during these events, just handing out the cards. Oh, okay. You can walk right up and just and just snag one. I'll definitely be snagging this one because you know I love Orange Bird. And I love the game as well. You know, my last experience, uh, or I should say my last trip, I I just went up to a cast member and I'm like, hey, look, I'm not going to play the game. We're leaving. Can I just have like six packs of cards? And she gave them to me. So I was was very grateful for that. Did we talk about the Walt Disney World offering of the free bounce back dining?
2: No, I didn't hear this.
1: Okay, you didn't. All right. So they're, they're offering bounce back dining for 2019 dates. So folks who missed out on booking the free dining promotion that was just recently ended recently, you know. Okay. Well, you will be glad to hear that Walt Disney World is now offering a bounce-back free dining promotion for limited dates in 2019. And so here are your dates for you, Vixter. And listeners, if, if you book between May 28th and June 4th of 2019, June 28th through September 7th of 2019, December 6th through December 24th of 2019. So these brochures, where you can find this information on, are apparently being left in hotel rooms. And so when guests are staying in their rooms, they find this brochure located in their room. And that's where they're getting all this information from. So this is coming from guests that have recently stayed. And these trips need to be booked through October 31st of 2018. And it requires a minimum of a four night stay with a four day park hopper pass. So here you go. So we all know what the Dining Disney plan. If you book a value or a moderate, you're going to get what type of service, Vixter? You're going to get a quick service, right? If it's a deluxe or a villa, obviously, you're going to get the Disney dining plan. You can always choose to upgrade. But here are some resorts that are basically blacklisted from this Disney dining plan. I'm talking about Art of Animation, The Little Mermaid Rooms, All-Star Movies, Port Orleans, French Quarter, Polynesian Bungalows, Grand Floridian Villas, Bay Lake Tower, uh, all three-bedroom villas, by the way. Fort Wilderness campsites, uh, Copper Creek, villas, and cabins. So in order to take advantage of this bounce back offer, you have to book from your resort hotel room via the telephone during your stay. And uh, I've never seen this in the hotel rooms before. Have you, Vixter?
2: Oh, yeah. So um, like an
1: actual brochure laying there saying, hey, look, book between these dates. Maybe I've just gone at the wrong times.
2: Well, uh, two times of all the times that we've been there, we had a bounce back offer in the room with a flyer. One of them said add a night and stay with us and ring in the new year. And then another one said, book your trip for 2000, whatever the year was. I want to say it was going into 2016. It said book now and save 20%. But to me, um, I figured out how much it would be for the dining plan. And so it was better for us to try to wait and pray that they had the free dining. However, I hope that doesn't mean that they're not going to have as much free dining open for next year, since those people are booking ahead now, do you understand what I'm saying?
1: No, I get it. I can I talk about one food item. I know you already talked about foods, but I want to go there real quick. Is that cool? No, you're
2: fine. You're fine.
1: It's popcorn, and I'm, I'm just moving us along here. So, <laughs> at you various locations, right? I know I do. At various locations throughout Disney's Hollywood Studios, we're going to you're going to start finding guests can start finding Star Wars at at popcorn buckets. Colin is gonna flip. I gotta pick up one of these. Uh, so they we finally have,
2: brought it to Disney World,
1: right? So, right, because they had them at Disneyland. Yes. we're we have like Darth Vader. We have a whole bunch of other variety of, of popcorn buckets and Star Wars uh, novelties. I gotta get my hands on one of these.
2: So around the top, of, you're you're in your office, right? I am. Yes. So around the top of the wall in Colin's room like within I don't know a couple a foot and a half down you should put tiny shelves and put that little Star Wars all those trinkets that you guys are collecting together and each year you can add one to it that'd be really cool for him to have that as a memory
1: that'd be pretty cool to add to all the prints that are hanging up.
2: yeah So, I know this will not thrill you, Nick, because you are not an American Idol fan like I am, but they're pushing on for ABC's Season 2 of American Idol because it was such a big hit coming back. And the nationwide search is on for the next musical star for they're going to Central Florida. And to get things started off, the Idol bus is headed to the place where all our dreams come true, Walt Disney World. The Disney Parks blog reported that... Saturday, August the 25th, ABC's American Idol's 20-plus city search for the next scene sensation is going to make its way to Walt Disney World. The Idol bus is going to be at the ESPN – I'm trying to find it – World of Sports Complex at the WDW Resort. And during the auditions at the complex, several special guests are going to make appearances for the fans. And those people would be Maddie Popper – sorry, Maddie Poppy, who just won this last season – uh, Caleb Lee Hutchison was the runner up and Katie Turner uh, was the finalist or one of the finalists and also good friends with both of those r- the runner up and the winner. All of the singers that are going to audition have to be 15 years old and they need to be pre-registered or that's encouraged. It says for you to be able to pre-register um, the details, full eligi- eligibility requirements and submission forms and terms and conditions can be found at the American Idol audition page. If you're auditioning, you can bring one guest with you, and the guest, but the guest has to be over five years old. If you're interested in being on American Idol, I would encourage you, if you live in the Florida area, to do that. That would be a cool experience. If for nothing else, even if you don't make it, you get to meet those American Idols. And this year, in my opinion, and I watched all the years, had some of the best talent that I've seen in a lot a long time. And it would be fun for you to make those connections.
1: Yeah, I lost interest in that program a long time ago. I'm going to take us all the way over to Disneyland Park. Disneyland finally updated their park hours and entertainment schedule through September 14th. Adding to it, remember, okay, dreams come true fireworks on weekend nights beginning September 7th. So it looks like the Together Forever will be going away, at least for now. So, Dreams Come True, the popular fireworks from the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, is hosted by Julie Andrews and features music, we all know this, from around the world or around Disneyland Park. The show will likely be presented Friday through the weekend, so it's Saturday and Sunday nights, uh, until the holiday fireworks schedule basically begins uh, on November 9th. The exception, obviously, is going to be Mickey's Halloween party, because uh, that falls on a weekend as well. But, remember, Dreams Come True premiered on May 1st of 2005, And it was not last seen uh, since back from April of 2018, just before Vicky, excuse me, just before Vicky, I can't speak today, Pixar Pier, or Pixar Fest began, I should say. So it's returning for all of our Cali friends.
2: While you're in California, Disney Junior's Vampirina is coming to the parks. It says, families with children between the ages of two and five have probably seen or heard about the Vampirina that's on the Disney Channel, and this young vampire is big hit with kids and it's going to be at Disneyland Resort starting on September the 7th you can get a meet and greet at Disney's California Adventure then later this year she's going to join the energetic cast of Disney Junior Dance Party in Hollywood Land. so if you're attending the Mickey's Hollywood Party in at the Disneyland Resorts she will be part of it it also says she will be a part of Walt Disney World starting in September 30th at Hollywood Studios so, for all those kids out there, and I have heard, um, actually, our second graders talk about it a little bit, the Vampirina. She, they were asking me about it at the end of the year. So, she must be a big hit for those girls. I My kids aren't that young anymore, so I don't hear that, and I can't imagine that Colin watches this too much. But I bet some little girls are going to be super happy.
1: So, I thought, Meet Teacher Night was just the other night, and I had a girl wearing one of those shirts, by the way.
2: Oh, really? hmm I thought it was funny because... When I sent my welcome to my class letter this year, I made it Disneyfied and even attached a picture of my family at Disney World. So the parents had an idea of what I looked like before they got there. Uh, kind of got the idea off Pinterest and several kids dressed in Disney wear last night to greet us. In fact, one of them doesn't even come into our school yet. She's three years old, but she walked in and pointed to her Minnie Mouse shirt so that I could see that she was on board with Disney as well.
1: That is awesome that your kiddos are coming in, already dressed up uh, Disney-fied. That's awesome. You're setting the the experience and the atmosphere. I'm going to take you back over to Walt Disney World. And this is really neat. We all know over at Disney Springs, there's a really cool virtual reality experience over there with Star Wars. So Disney's working on a number of ways, allowing all of us to enjoy uh, that virtual reality realm, Vicky. And now they have filed a patent, basically, that... When you have the virtual reality goggles on, the floor underneath of you is going to move, which will allow you the ability to walk around without hitting or running into walls or other guests. I don't know about you, but that's like running on a tri- treadmill blindfolded. This is going to be really cool. I've got to experience this once they implement this anywhere in their parks or Disney Springs or whatever it may be.
2: I'd like a video of you doing this. So if somebody could video you, that'd be hilarious.
1: Virtual reality technology, oh my gosh, it's just, it's improving. It seems like month by month are the growing leaps and bounds of the technology. And I really, really do love how Disney is tapping into it finally. I know uh, that other park that I'm not going to mention down in Orlando (laughs) was, you know, meddling with this technology as well. But it it seems like Disney has started sort of like the space race. You know, the Russians got, got there first, but who won at the end, right? The Americans, it sounds like Universal, they started it at first, right? But then yet you have Disney, who I think is going to win this race here. Let's see here, you talked about the Lion King stuff. Let's talk about Magic Kingdom. On August 2nd, 20th, 23rd, 27th, and 30th, Overnight Concrete will impact the daytime operations of the Main Street Trolley Show and the Move It, Shake It, Dance, and Play It. Street Party in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. On those dates, the trolley will be using the Main Street Ranch Wagon instead of the Main Street Trolley. And at 11 a.m., move it, shake it, dance and play it, Street Party will be temporarily canceled. There was no mention of the festival, the Fantasy Parade, so it can be assumed, all of our listeners, that that's going to continue as normal. So they're just working on some concrete and it's going to impede and affect some of the attractions over there. Vicki, let's talk about Disney Vacation Club members and that early access that they're going to get to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And I'm talking to your friend and listener, Heidi. So Heidi, if you're listening, and you probably already know this via your email. That's if you're getting uh, the responses from Disney. Disney Vacation Club members and their guests are now able to enter the Magic Kingdom up to two hours earlier than the general public for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So for the very first time, DVC members such as yourself, Heidi, and our other listeners that are APs are able to celebrate the annual festival as early as 2 p.m., while regular guests still have to wait to enter the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. So that's really cool that DVC members can take advantage of the perks and, like, limited crowds and and things uh, like that, Vicky. I think that's going to be really cool for them. That's another perk for annual annual pass holders. Incredibles 2, we're talking about reaching $100 mark global sales. That's awesome. Pixar's latest box smash hit. Hopefully you've seen it in Incredibles 2. It made, let's I think it made like about 182 something odd million on its like first weekend debut, but now it's, it's reached the 1 billion mark, which is great. Uh, Disney finally released their first teaser, ready for it, Jungle Cruise with Dwayne, the Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. I watched this just the other day and, and it was really cool. It amped me up to go see this film. Dwayne Johnson also posts a couple pictures from being on set on his Instagram. So go ahead and follow that as well. 2019 Disneyland Resort Vacation Packages can now be booked. So if you're looking for if you're looking to travel to Disney World in 2019, you can go ahead and book those. You can contact us, too, at 407 674 and we'll go ahead and take care of you. Either Vicky and myself will take care of you on that one. Vicky, I'm going to keep going, if you don't mind. Is that okay? All right, let's see here. What do we got? We got Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Guess, uh, you know, you talked about that. You talked about the orange bird stuff. We talked about, oh, we didn't talk about this that Disney wants to be dropped from the Harvey Weinstein lawsuit. The company basically stated, hey, look, man, we don't want to be affiliated with this guy at all. You need to drop us from this lawsuit. But there are other people that say, no, nope, um, you, you represent Harry Weinstein, and uh, you're going to be part of this lawsuit. Disney's arguing that they should not be liable in this case. But like I just said, the women suing believe that the company should be held responsible for neglect supervision. The lawsuit also claims that Disney knew or should have known not only that Weinstein was unfit or incompetent to work directly with women and posed a particular risk of uh, sexual harassing and assaulting, but also that this unfitness created a particular risk. So Disney responded and they said, notably absent are alleged facts that Disney employed Weinstein, that Disney knew or should have known about Weinstein's alleged misconduct or that Weinstein's alleged misconduct involved Disney's property. So next I want to talk about some rumors. So I went ahead and pulled some rumors that are circulating the internet right now. And I'm going to take us over to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, wait a minute. But first, I do want to mention that all these rumors have not been confirmed by Disney. So I don't want people texting in saying, oh my gosh, you claimed this. No, these are all rumors. At Magic Kingdom, we know not much has changed in regards to the Magic Kingdom. But Tomorrowland is still on track to get the majority of their enhancements in time for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. A nighttime parade is also on track as a new entertainment for this anniversary. Over at Epcot, we have Illuminations. That's been a major discussion in the past rumor circles. According to WDW Magic sources, those working on the project and some of the supplies have now arrived in Orlando to further prepare for the replacement to one of Walt Disney World's longest running shows, In recent meeting, Reedy Creek Improvement District officials approved a $1.8 million upgrade to the electrical aspects of the Walt Disney World Showcase Lagoon. This gives even more credence to the illuminations, replacement, and rumors. Let's see here, also coming from Epcot. Brazil is still expected to become and come to the World Showcase with a rumored budget of roughly $450 million. Disney would not take up all of those costs, though. A Brazilian sponsor would pay for a good chunk of that price tag. Other prices that could very well be hanging in Epcot or a $250 million overhaul of the Imagination Pavilion, yay, because I've always said it needs it, and a $75 million Cocoa Overlay in the Mexico Pavilion. We also have the United Kingdom attraction is still on track to open in 2021 as well, but uh, it's still kind of unclear what it seems to be. But a lot of stuff going on over there at Epcot. I'm gonna move along. Oh yeah, we got we got a couple more. 2019, we have space dining experience in Future World. 2020, we're gonna have Ratatouille coming. We've talked. We've already kind of talked about that one. A new China 360 film. We've talked about that as well. A new Impressions de France. We've, we've talked about that. 2021, we also let's see, we have. We talked about just now the Brazil and the World Showcase. Oh yeah, the Gardens of the Galaxy Coaster coming in 2021 as well. So let's go over to Hollywood Studios. We have Toy Story Land, Vicky. We know that Toy Story Land's been there for the majority of the summer, but there have been a few factors that people feel that has been impeding uh, Disney's progress or expectations over there in Toy Story Land. We have paint, apparently, that's peeling or chipping from queue areas at Woody's Lunchbox. And just with how small the land actually is and only having two rides, people are speculating maybe that's why Toy Story Land isn't as a big hit as, it, as Disney would have expected. And that's probably why we have shorter wait times for both rides. Let's see here. We also have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. According to WDW, magic sources are roughly one year out from the opening of that attraction. I can't wait for that one to open up. And that's set to open up. Uh, before Star Wars Galaxy Edge. And let's see what else I got for her, for you, Vixter. I know you're finished. Animal Kingdom. We have a Wreck-It Ralph virtual reality. We were just talking about this. So they're going to have a new experience that could be joining Star Wars at the Void, which we were talking about earlier, at Disney Springs. This will take over half of the space that is currently occupied by the very popular Star Wars experience and turn it into a Wreck-It Ralph experience to go along with the release of Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet Later This Year. That is a great idea. I can't wait for that. I think that's going to be awesome and make you feel like I can only speculate that you're a piece of digital spec inside a larger and infinite internet world. So that's all I have, Vicki, for the news. Why don't you take us back?
0: We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go.
2: August 8th, 1953, Walt Disney reviews the site map that Imagineer art director Marvin Davis has been working on for the new California theme park. So Walt picks up a pencil and draws a triangle around the plot of land to indicate where he wants his railroad road to run. And for the next year's Davis, not to be confused with Mark Davis, Marvin Davis, is going to work a 100 different versions of the master plan of that Disneyland. something that was interesting that here's this guy. He's making this map of the theme park. And then Disney comes in and draws a triangle and kind of throws a wrench in the whole plan. And so then he spends two more years trying to figure out what version's going to work for Walt. August 9th, 2004. It's a moist day for some Disney World guests when a water main breaks on the 12th floor of the Contemporary Resort. The water cascades from the 12th floor down to the 5th floor around 7 o'clock and hundreds of guests are evacuated or given the chance to go somewhere else. And I had never heard that before Nick. I realized that was before I was at Disney World but I was just imagining what that looked like.
1: They're just trying to enhance their experience. They made it into a water ride.
2: (laughs) The the resort itself. How funny. August tenth, two 2012. Walt Disney World opens its Lion King wing to the Disney's Art of Animation Resort which anybody who listens to our show knows that's Nick's favorite resort. It was themed to the 1994 animated movie and the wing offers family suites and completes the third phase at the art of animation. August 11th, 2014. Uh, This is a sad one, actually, Nick, but I felt it worthy are it worthy of being in the history. And that is the day that Robin Williams passed away at his home in paradise, K California. He was 63, but he was known to us as the blue genie, from the lamp in 1992's Aladdin and as a Disney movie besides Flubber when he did the remake of Flubber and missed as future Disney movies that he could have been a part of. And how many years ago was that? It was 4 years ago on August 11th. So this this wow. Saturday it will be 4 years already. It's just I don't know. I just watched a
1: Time's time's flown. Well,
2: I just watched a documentary and I know you're on Netflix, but you might be able to find it on there. I'm not sure. But it was amazing coverage of his life and all that he did. And you could tell now because now that we know that he was in sort of a depression, um, different times when they were interviewing him, you could almost see that in his face. But I just I never I just thought because he was making people laugh, he was happy. So um, it just makes me sad. August the twelfth, nineteen sixty nine, is when Disneyland televised the historic Apollo eleven moon landing. It it had occurred the month before, but they did it from the Tomorrowland stage. How cool is that? To be able to watch that while at Disneyland.
1: That is that is something that that is neat. I didn't know that, but boy, to be alive back then and to go there and to have watched that, that is really that is really cool.
2: August thirteenth, nineteen forty two. Disney's fifth full-length animated feature.
1: Do you know which one it was? The fifth yeah. one? Oh my gosh, you're, you're testing me here. I feel um, like you're
2: good at this, though, so that's why I was trying to see if you knew.
1: Yeah, Or good guesser. Hold on. Snow White, obviously. Bambi? Yes! No. Okay, see? was it? Oh.
2: You are good at this.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> it premiered at the Radio City Music Hall in New York City. It was directed by David Hand and distributed through rko pictures and the voice cast included well i don't need to tell you all that but how cool is that and you did get that right see i told you you know more disney trivia like that than you realize boosh august 14th 2015 walt before mickey and nick i don't know if you've been able to watch this i told you about it as soon as you got netflix
1: i did i watched it
2: yeah it was a really good movie and it's a film about the early years of walt disney and um it debuted at amc downtown disney orlando florida It stars Thomas Ian Nicholas as Walt Disney and Armando Gatini. I work. Disney, But if you have Netflix listeners, I strongly encourage you to watch it. It was, I thought, a very good uh, overview of what Walt's life was like before he made it to where he wanted to be. And it had a pretty star-studded cast, actually. I'm not going to sit there and list everybody that was in it, but I was pretty impressed by it for sure
1: my exactly. favorite character in that film was Ub, surprisingly enough it wasn't Walt it was whoever portrayed Ub did a great job he was really good it's, he would have you uh, would have portrayed a really good Edward Scissor's hand
2: our man is Armando Gutierrez but I don't I can't picture who that is I'll have to look it up but that is all the news that I have for you this week until we have some days of school under our belt again and do the news
1: All right, thanks for that history, Vixter, and the news. Listeners, if you have a question, comment, or you're interested in becoming a guest on our show, go ahead and contact us at Mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or simply text us at 407-674-0414. Don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Or you can go ahead and go upload that Instagram feed and search Mousecapades underscore nick for instagram the mousecapades podcast for our facebook friends and mousecapades pod for our twitter account also don't be shy leave a review in our podcast on our podcast excuse me on itunes or whatever app you listen to your podcast on because we really want to know what your opinions are and we really do value your opinion so please leave a review on whatever podcast app you listen to our show on. As always, go check out our family and our friends over at WaltExpress.com for the latest deals, tips, and all things Disney. Again, check them out, WaltExpress.com. Vicki, I think it is about that time. Peace. And love. Have a, Have magical, a magical day, day my, my
2: friends. friends.